Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndra Kiera. And this is Natasha Amina. And you are tuned in to our very last episode of Just Like Will Podcast of 2021. That is so weird, right? That's so wild because we had our first episode in 2021. Yes, <laughs> yes, we did. We finished strong, right? Yeah, girl. So we're going to continue, but we have really been at this for what, eight months, nine months? Yeah, we started yeah eight April first, right? mm-hmm. but we had the fruition um in February. Yeah, so it's, it's been like ten months. It's, it's it don't even like seem months, like it though. Right? It's surreal. Like Since oh wow, our first conversation about this. It's been like almost a year, and now we finish in twenty twenty one out with a bang. Yeah. It's wild. This is like <laughs> wild. Um, how you? Well, been? tell me about your Christmas. I want to hear about your Christmas. It was cool. Chill with family. That's about Aww. it. That's the best thing. That's yeah, like the was, best time. You know, when you don't have a man and you're not like a child or have children, it's just like, right. It was Another cool. Day. It was Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's exactly a low key Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what Christmas is. Very low key. Because oh, then, okay. right before, two days before Christmas, the Omarion would show his motherfucking ass. The damn variant got the dancing all over the U.S., so... <laughs> it, it don't make very sense. very low-key. Right. I How was yours? How was the kids? Uh, kids with the S. And uh, I meant <laughs> apostrophe S. He just gave me an extra fucking No, I said it with children. an apostrophe. <laughs> Like, how was hers? How was the girl? Oh, girl. <laughs> she had an amazing Christmas. Um, she was very surprised about this is her. her for getting, new listeners, oh, this is, we're talking about her daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my 11-year-old, she, um, you know, opened up all of her gifts. And what I did was I intentionally wrapped um, her doggy pads, um, Dog, like puppy chew treats, and so she um, this little had outfit. A dog and she didn't, and she didn't know. Okay. And um, I have wrapped it up. I got like Nicole Miller <laughs> gel dog pads. Like it's just ridiculous. I was on the phone was, with you. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, and like a little swing or whatever for them. But yes, anyway, yes, I forgot how cute that was. I can't wait to see the dog. Uh huh. So um. She, you know, un- opened all her gifts and I'm like, oh, you sure you open them all? And then um, I had purposely put somebody else's name on it. So, she, you know, it was hers. And I'm just like, you know, you, me and your dad are really proud of you. You got straight A's. You've been asking for yes. a long time. Um, you know, what did you really want for Christmas? And she's like, a, I don't know, a, a cat or a dog. And I was like, what did you really want? And she was like, a dog. And I'm like, Merry Christmas. And she opened it and the little uh chair with his oh. picture taped on it. it i had the pictures taped on it and then she just started crying oh, <laughs> that's so yeah sweet. so it was really really nice i have video but she doesn't want me to show anybody <laughs> so because i don't want to can show me we are scorpio uh, you can't even really see <laughs> like like she act like it was like a close up, you know. It's a Samsung phone. It was not an iPhone. They recorded. <laughs> Tell her she needs to so, put that on hip. She needs to let us right. That's not on know. our page or nothing. I but just want to see it for myself because um, I I've been anticipating this shit since like October. 
Do you know she is so upset? That's the main thing that she didn't know. She's like, you knew since this, like this many months. I'm like, yes, girl, you just so nosy. You mad that I got yes. one over on you and that you really didn't know. <laughs> no hey, idea. Yeah, she really is like, like, how can you do that? Yeah, why do y'all hate that? I don't That's like so surprises. Weird. Why? I, mean, I don't know. I'm a control freak a little bit. I just don't like surprises like that. Oh my because God. Because I feel like... I just worry too much about stuff. Like, I like things a certain way. I, I don't surprise me. <laughs> it's not that I'm gonna look for it. I just really hate being like. I hate being like in shock. Like, it's weird. Oh my gosh. Like not um, small things, but like I would hate like a big surprise party. Like I would hate that. Well, that's different though. I understand that. Like I always said, if I ever had. You know, a, a man, when I was in a relationship, I would tell him, if you ever propose, do not do that shit in front of a bunch of people. I don't want my whole family there. I don't want all my friends there. I just want it to be me, you, and in a nice environment. It depends like, for me. I don't want all of that. See, I don't I, want to be I'm the center of, of attention. All right, now that you said it, I'm kind of lying. <laughs> it's not that I, oh, I you want to be per. I want, if you're going to do that, you got to know me. You gotta right. know me for real. You need to make sure that for some reason I'm looking good as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You See, need, that's just, just as much. long as you make sure that a bitch is showing up and showing out, I'm I'm all right. Just don't I just hate when people like surprise somebody and they, they're not dressed. I just be like right. that's just ignorant. It. That's rude. You got me fucked you know. up. You let me come in here with dishwashing hands. Like, <laughs> no, he got put this fucking ring on my finger. Yeah, like, yeah right. So, but that's when I when I fall like in love, love. That's why I'm gonna have to stay ready so I can get from getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's, I mean, it, it'll be you know. I feel like when it's that type of vibe, you just always know when y'all go out to eat to look a certain way anyway. Like you're always going to just be prepared. Like, I would oh, prefer to be nice. surprised in front of my family than in a restaurant full of strangers. I don't want to be surprised in front of... I want it to just be us. Like one other person is there that knew about it. It's like the manager of something. Like, you know what I mean? I just... Like, alright, I seen this one. You might have saw this. It was a video on social media the other day of a girl getting proposed to. It's a black couple. And, like, it looked like they was walking through the mall or something. Mm -hmm. And then, like, as she was walking, the guy was singing Music Soul Child. No, I he didn't was singing, see it. Um, love or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was singing it. And her fiance, well, her boyfriend, I guess, you know, before he was a fiance, was just kneeled down. And like all these people was handing her roses. She was walking and she's crying and stuff. And I'm thinking that's so nice for her. But if it was me, I would be like, uh, I don't want all these camera phones in my face. I don't want to stand here while he got to sing this song. Like, I, oh, I see, I take that back because I'm an essential whore. I would have been snatching the motherfucking flowers <laughs> up. Um, I would have been like, sing this part. Make sure you hit that note. You are so crazy. <laughs> like, no, I really. See, I so you do like surprises then? No, I want a surprise proposal. Hmm. I feel like if you could do it, I feel like with surprises, it's only good if you do it right. Yeah. I, if you do I it right, if you make it, sure man. you contact the right people, the these people know about it, I'm looking all right, you know. Right. 
Well, he that's just get like. But yeah, yeah if a nigga no. try to propose to you, you ain't dressed right, then that ain't the nigga for you. I feel like you trying to set me up. You trying to leave me for dead. <laughs> I get. I don't know what tip that is, but don't just be saying like, "What's up?" Like you know. Yeah, like you left mm-hmm. me for dead, hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but don't propose to me at my baby. If you got me pregnant, don't motherfucking propose to me at my motherfucking. Baby shower and we having the baby out of wedlock. Don't do that to me. (laughs) If you propose to me and put a ring on my fat ass finger, Mm. when I'm having your baby out of wedlock already, ain't shit about you. Don't don't propose to me at my. So you can't have your wedding at your baby shower. Fuck no. (laughs) I would. I will. I will never forgive you (laughs) if you surprise me with a wedding at my baby shower and I'm at my biggest. Yeah. I'll never forgive you. I'll never forgive you. No. No, 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 See, no, everybody, no. Everybody's just different. Everybody different. I am. Yeah. But then I'm the type, because I got these stipulations, a nigga gonna hear this shit and be like, I ain't proposing that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do this shit how I want to do it. <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I would need you to propose to me the way that I want it done. Don't propose to me what's convenient for you. Now, if you feel like you can't afford to do X, Y, and Z, then don't fucking do it because I'm not going to appreciate it and you're going to be upset because you're not going to get the response you thought you was going to get. Sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know, for instance, um, my mom was proposed to before or whatever, right? And I helped, like, pick out the ring and everything. And I didn't, I was younger. I was maybe, like, 11. Yeah, I was, like, middle age. And, um... I remember like my mom said yes and it was on Christmas too. So everybody was there and it was so cute the way it was done. It was very, very cute. And the ring was very pretty. Uh, I want to say like two days later, this shit was off. (laughs) The engagement was off Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand at the time, but what was said to me was, you know, there was so many issues within this relationship that that was supposed to just keep me around. And Mm. I didn't want to embarrass him in front of everybody. So I said, yes, but in all actuality, like, what the fuck am I marrying you for when it's all these other things going on that needs to be worked out first? But that's a good thing about your mom that she realized that a lot of women really don't realize that. And they just get blinded by the proposal or the commitment instead of realizing that this is just to shut you the fuck up and this person has no intentions of changing or actually marrying you and a lot of women we do that i actually was just re-watching um wags miami not too long ago what's it called wags miami it was an old reality show from like four or five years it was on e but i rewatched it because i have peacock so i was re-watching it and one of the girls, she's beautiful, has a great personality. You don't really get to see that often in reality TV of, like, drop-dead gorgeous black women, great personality. Um, just, like, somebody that you would be like, oh, wow, she's, like, the girl's girl. She's really in love with this guy, but he proposed to her. And basically, once she started moving in the direction of, like, an engagement party and um, wedding plans and all of that he didn't want to do it anymore really? and one of her friends came from out of town came and was like um, he gave you a shut the fuck up ring oh, mm-hmm. basically here you go 
this should keep your ass quiet for a while until I figure out what I want to do with you. Right. And the fact that she was moving forward with the plans, he would, it turned him off. Right. And she's like, we have a child. We've been together five years already. We're not little kids. Why wouldn't I start planning our futures? You could get drafted at any time. We need to do this, you know, start making these plans. Right. And it's it's crazy because she had to like really and mind you now she is married to somebody else that actually did surprise her with a wedding and oh, wow. she's happy and she's living the life she wanted to live and like still her authentic self and her ex fiance is doing what the fuck he wanted to do, which being a single ass man. Right. And it's like, that's all you have to do. You don't have to keep me as a placeholder. Right. You can literally just, we can both have the lives we want to have without each other. It's that narcissism and that selfishness that you want me to still Very selfish. That's what it is. To me, it's totally selfish. It's, I want you, like you said, it's kind of to shut the fuck up. It's kind of like putting you on layaway. How did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) But it's so, you know... Just that's just to say, this whole show is really this week is going to be about us coming to some realizations. It's really a real spiritual, a real glow upy episode. Like this right. is our year in review, our year in glowing. So we're just going to be super transparent. This so the the conversation is going to just flow this week. Yeah. It's not. It's just big, one of those things. It's not, you know, when me and Natasha talk on the phone, a lot of times we don't have real intentions about what we're calling about. And the conversation just flows. We always have an awakening of some sort and just come to realizations in the back. It's like therapy, you know? Right, exactly. Because how the hell we get on it? Like, I don't understand. But (laughs) if anybody has ever been in that situation, you know how it feels to, like, know some shit just don't fucking feel right. And like I was saying about your mom, that's some brave ass shit to just right. end it. And I probably would have did the same thing. Say yes so I won't embarrass you. But in for real, for real, I know that this isn't right. Yeah, like, exactly. I know this isn't right. And like you said, at least she, you know, had the coof to be um, diplomatic about it. But Even you know, though she probably was, was cringing because from what you say, you know, she's... She's not that publicy type. No, chick. she is not. She is <laughs> you not. Know, like so she don't want a big hoopla, and she played the game for you, and it kind of shows you how much she even, even though she knows it's not right, she loves you enough to play the game and for right. you right. and talk, have a conversation with you privately. Because to be honest, they didn't need to break up, but it could have been still a conversation like not right now. I think he was embarrassed. Like, that was, like, the main thing, because then he went... It's like, after that, they wound up breaking up, breaking up. Like, first, it was just the engagement was over, but, you know, he showed a lot of his true colors Mm -hmm. after that, and, um, I mean, like, it went really left to the point where, you know, I I can't... You know, she has since... They're cool or whatever now. I don't fuck with bull. (laughs) So, Anytime you disrespect somebody in front of me, then my family that I love... For the next chapter of Just Let It Glow, we're going to get into some things, okay? Like a mug. (laughs) It's a lot of... It's a a lot of reasons why I have certain pet peeves about men. 
And it's definitely from a first eye view. And one thing that irritates me, when people have so much to say about a person they don't know, Mm, and yeah. I can't when when they just think, oh, he's such a good guy, and he doesn't do this, and he's so nice, and it's like you do not know this nigga, right? So what are you basing that off of? What you like, see? And I'm like, yo, like, nar- like to grow up around narcissists is such a wild thing because I didn't have a word for it when I was a kid, right? I had no words for it when I was a kid, and the more I learn about it. And the more I feel like, I'm like, damn, that's some crazy ass shit. And to realize the women that we love in our lives didn't have the type of tools that we had. Right. That's so true. Or the resources. I feel like if you have had a situation where like your mom or your dad may have dated somebody that you just couldn't stand and you didn't understand why they picked them. Now as an adult and understanding certain type of emotional abuse and narcissism and all these things. Do do you feel like you give that person a little bit more grace? Because they had none of these resources. There weren't yeah. any, nothing to, at a drop of a hand that somebody can tell them. It was just elders telling them what to do and they didn't even have the right guidance. Yeah. No, real shit. And it's funny. Well, you said we won't be totally transparent. So this kind of segues into this. <laughs> so, um, my I'll, dad. I'll pull you back if I need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is, it's just you not know even, you, you know. Um, but so my dad or whatever, um, I feel like I've been kind of open about him not really being there when I grew up, but we have since developed a relationship for the past, like, I want to say, solidly like 10 years i'll say yeah since like i mean and like really really more so and maybe i'll say since my daughter was like four like you know it's it's been yeah so you know he makes efforts is he perfect no but he does make efforts he does look out for me um i can talk to him i can vent to him he tries to give me advice so anyway he i already you know kind of gave him a pass before because he wasn't raised by his mother really he's raised by his grandmother and he never met his dad so um i met his mom because i reached out to her a few years ago you know about that um mm-hmm. i reached out to her on social media we developed a relationship um and you know it was cool but the other day he sent me a text that she sent him mm-hmm. and i was wondering why on christmas she didn't respond to my text. And I'm like, oh, I had texted her a little before that. She didn't respond. And I texted Christmas, no response, but she texted him. And basically the text was cursing him out and saying that she felt like he wasn't there for her for certain things. Mind you, this is a woman that um, when he called her job asking for her years ago, uh, her employee said she doesn't have a child. And um, she called my dad after that and said, uh, don't ever call my job saying that you're my child again. Don't they don't know me for having a kid and um and they're and that's what it's gonna be. And she even that said that she sick. reiterated that to me. That's fucking you. sick. Like she stood on it. So it wasn't just something like, you know, I, sometimes people exaggerate or something. I, when my dad told me that years ago, I didn't know her. So I'm like, well, that's sound really effed up. But so when I brought it up to her when we first started talking. She confirmed it like, oh, yeah, that definitely happened. Like, well, they didn't know I had any kids and I didn't feel like there was their place to know and it Mm. wasn't his place to tell them. So anyway, that's just to put that into context about her. Um, 
she basically texted him uh, the day after Christmas. And it, you know, of course, paraphrasing, she was just saying how she's done trying to reach out to him and she's done with him and his children. And she put children in all caps. I'm the only child of his that interacts with her. And um, if the next time he'll hear any communication will be when she passes away and whatever she decides to leave him or us in her state, um, that's what we'll know. So yeah. you talking about narcissism and stuff is what that trigger yeah. kind of reminded me about that because um, it just happened. And it's so and I'm crazy. like you know because you know, I don't know how much shit I used to put on my dad as an individual like how fucked up mm-hmm. I would think it was now looking at that in the context the way it is and how she mm-hmm. is to this day and I'm like damn why did I get in- included in that conversation mm-hmm. I have nothing to do with it but like you said narcissism you know just people dealing with the things that they have and trying to he- I commend my dad he's trying to be the best person he can be with the mm-hmm. tools that he had back then. So you are absolutely right. I, you know, at least we do have, you know, way more resources and yeah, definitions and it for helps things. Give people grace sometimes in yep. a sense of like they were pouring from an empty cup and they continue to pour from empty cups because they aren't afraid of like therapy or they just don't feel like they have the time to or they scared to rehash things. Right. But it's so many things like I've barely rehashed stuff from the past, you know like from childhood and therapy since I've started. Like I talk about a lot of different things that are happening currently, you know, things about myself, like I'm not about to cry. I felt like I was about to I really thought she was about to. I I was like, because you got like real sensitive. I was like, I was trying not to belch. Um, I I was about to say, oh man, this is serious. um, We had some technical difficulties. So I started drinking tequila. While we waited, so right. like I was just trying not to like feel. I felt like I was about to belch, but and that's just nasty. <laughs> so, um, but no, like they're pouring from empty cup, and they're like they don't have these resources, and they're right. learning. Like they can see stuff on social media, but when you have decades upon decades upon decades of this stuff, it's hard. And then you yeah. deal in and you still have to deal with the narcissist in your life yeah. from childhood. Not to mention the people you dated, the narcissist that you may have be- become because of it. Like, yeah. it's a lot of shit going on. And to say some nasty ass mean shit like that. And one thing I be wanting to tell old people when they say, oh, you won't get nothing from my estate. I ain't got the shit now. <laughs> How about, but that was I the whole thing. The shit now, I don't have it. I'm doing in- fine. And God bless exactly. you, and I hope you don't think you're going where you think you're going. <laughs> Shut up, Deandra. I just want to know what the God, hell That's I just like we talked about that before. Then we talked about that last episode. You do that holier than thou shit and yeah. think that you're going to meet God at the end because your ass showed up and paid tithes. Oh, uh, you're talking about like but Juanita you, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you raised, you rained hell all over the place for your 70, 80 years of life. And what's so crazy is she's obsessed with like narcissism. Like she always talks to me about it, like about like her, her growing up, how her mom was a narcissist. And it's like this whole thing. Like she's, you know, she's a psychologist, but she was, she's a psychologist. Like that's that's just like, is is your grandmother Candace Diller's mother? Because this (laughs) is wild. 
that and a lot of times it's like y'all be in these positions yeah. trying to diagnose everybody else and it's something the fuck wrong with you it's something wrong with you and like they said every good therapist has a therapist that's true that's so so true get your ass one <laughs> but, but yeah no i you know i agree with you though it, it is it, I will say what it did for my dad is it gave me a lot more, um, I respect him, right, for where he is in regards to, like, he's not perfect at all. But even, you know, the fact that he does mm-hmm. try, and I'm just like, you know, wow, because I couldn't imagine me calling my mother. It's one thing for a fucking father. But mm-hmm. me calling my mother as her only child and somebody telling me you have the wrong number because they such and such don't have no kids. And you're like, yes, I am their child. And my dad was in his like 30s or 40s when this happened. He was like a grown ass man. Right. That and then wild. for you to not only allow that and then call him back upset that he addressed himself as your son. That is wild. And for real, for real you should have cursed out your coworker. Right, I would have. I would have laid that bitch out. You don't know shit about what what the fuck I got and don't got. Next time somebody call here asking for me, bitch, you pass me the motherfucking phone. Let me decipher it. If I have a child or not, but that goes to show just the type of facade that you gave off. You must have told them you didn't have any kids for them to feel that way. You must have went out your way to say I don't. Instead of not mentioning anything, you said you or don't. Or the fact that that bitch probably spent not 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 quite. Go ahead, mama, I, bitch. no, go ahead. <laughs> to go say ahead. out loud because I'm starting to think about a coworker <laughs> of ours. But it's to the fact that she probably spent every damn like one of our coworkers spent every motherfucking holiday by her motherfucking self. <laughs> by her motherfucking self, and it's not. And then you would think that she didn't have no children. The bitch do got kids. Right. But they don't fuck with her at all. Yeah. So it's and just it's the assumption, like, she don't got no kids. It be her motherfucking birthday. She be out sick for a while. You know, it's the right. holidays. Don't talk, don't have no pictures of grandkids in the office. None of that shit. So right. it's the assumption that she is a loner. And that's probably why her ass is so stuck up. Because that's how we be theorizing it at work, like, that you know she ain't got no family that's why she's so mean because there's no way that nobody (laughs) want to be around you with that nasty ass attitude with that nasty attitude child that's crazy yeah let's get into this show yeah let's get into some stuff 30 minutes later (laughs) girl i just put the timer on (laughs) oh no i put it on already i got i'm at 21 minutes damn let's go And 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 that was 10 minutes after we started Oh wow! We just <laughs> running, running our mouths, running our trade. Yeah, well, we pissed Eric off before we started, so let's hurry the fuck up. <laughs> I was just trying to protect himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the favorite memories of 2021. What are your favorite memories? Um. Okay. Where do I begin? <laughs> so one of them is um. It's working from home. Like, <laughs> like I absolutely love not being in the office outside of hanging with you and other people that I actually do like at work. Yeah. Um, that was up one of my top, like top of the list. Um, Jay Z, you know, being what in about the, him? 
the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. And yeah, also being, um, you know, the 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 most nominated artist for Grammy ever, 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 which is amazing. Don't I just call me no Beyonce stand again. <laughs> uh, oh well, you know. I mean, look, we, you know, they compatible, so we have to have it's the same thing. We, you know, all in this together. So you stand one, I stand the other. <laughs> this is what it is. Um, and what else? It was one more thing I was going to say that was uh, a really great highlight. Oh, um, well, me at one point, like, you know, just being abstinent from drinking for months um, and just like not smoking weed, like really clearing my mind yes. out and being yes. like super focused. Yes. Um, and of course, you know, doing the podcast and seeing how far it has come and, mm-hmm. you know, what it can be and just, you know, just all of that. Like, I'm very, very happy. And of course, I also with my crime stuff, but I'm not really proud of it. It's just I'm proud I started. This is uh, way further you- than that. I'm not even going to uh, talk about I'm not. that you should be very proud of. <laughs> well, that's of part you. of the glow up topic. So. Okay, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> but no, I'm definitely proud of you, especially, you know, with the drinking and smoking. It takes a lot because obviously I'm sitting here drinking tequila on a day on Wednesday. Girl, I'm, I listen, I was smoking <laughs> on Christmas when Malia left here. I said, oh, Girl. well. And it's nothing wrong with a little wine. I brought Christmas <laughs> in, me and her dad drinking wine and smoking weed. <laughs> a job well done. <laughs> exactly. Because we said we going to surprise yeah. her ass tomorrow. Yes, we said we did that shit. <laughs> yeah. You should see the video because we like slept five and everything. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> I can't wait till you see it. I'm going to show it to you. I, I can't run us. Shit. She did not run us. She ain't pay your phone bill. <laughs> exactly. I don't even pay my fucking <laughs> but she didn't show down. <laughs> well, what's your favorite 2021 memory? Okay. Um, so one was recent was Thanksgiving. It was a really it was the first time in a long time before the pandemic that my majority of my family got together um okay. to spend time with each other. It was really fun. It was drama free we've had a lot going on in the last like five years so it was like really really like i would say like a breath of fresh air like while everyone wasn't there it was like a majority of my family we just had a good time it was just like no weird energy like we all had great food we were playing games we were talking and laughing and just having a great great time with each other and i really miss that family aspect that we don't really get too often during the uh, pandemic, you know? Right. And the uncertainty of socialization and everything that's happening now. So I'm really happy that we were able to do that at least for Thanksgiving and my grandparents were able to travel and they're all fine and they were fine and healthy. So that is one of my that's big Mm-hmm. Um... Of course, starting the podcast is one of my favorite things because I feel like um, it brought us closer together. Right. And it also gave me an outlet to like really become transparent, talk, and just to do a project and stick to it. Not just, I'm one of those people, I always have ideas. I'm an idea-ass person. My ideas are usually lit, but I don't actually 
put forth the effort to make it happen. And right. this was a challenge for me to like actually be like, no, friend, let's do it. Let's stay focused. Let's you put not a have data on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. this is really important to me. Well, to us. And right. it's well for me, I just feel like it's something that I finally just did. Like I just finally like I've kept at it because I will quit something in a heartbeat. Like right. or not even put it out there or just act like, oh, you know, it's cool. Like it's not that deep. You know, right. and it being as though it's something I actually stuck to that brings me joy and that we're actually great at. And even more and more, like so many things happen with us that we're I'm just like, yeah, this it makes it the alignment makes sense. You know, the fact right. that we didn't get a chance to do a pre-show this week and we both had the same idea. Like, it just reaffirms everything for me. Like, yeah, this is the right path. Or, you know, like, that we can be so in sync without even speaking for, like, over a week because of, you know, life and being busy. And, um, but we can just be on the same wavelength in that way. It really, at this juncture of the podcast and the year ending, it just reaffirms everything for me that, like, yeah, Next year, like we we started cooking this year, but next year this shit is about to be like lit. We selling mm-hmm. motherfucking platters <laughs> off this shit. Like <laughs> we catering out this. We in the kitchen for real. And I'll say another really good. I had a really fun summer. I had a really oh, really good. fun summer. Um. I've gotten closer to friends. I've gotten closer to my family, um, my sisters and my cousins. And I was really, I had like a really enjoyable like summer, like just doing the shit I like to do. I didn't do nothing crazy. I just really just did whatever the fuck I wanted to do and figured out the rest later. Right. And I really, really enjoyed myself. Like this summer was like one of the best summers I ever had. So. Oh, wow. That's a blessing. I love to hear that. Yeah. I love to hear that. But what about your worst memories of 2021? Okay. Um, (laughs) Where's my tissues? Uh, (laughs) No, I don't think I'm going to cry. But um, I'll say losing my aunt. I don't Mm. think I really talked about it on the show, but during the time that Natasha had COVID, um, some of my family members had COVID, but my aunt, my great aunt, had it um and was admitted to the hospital she didn't make it so Mm. that really was like shocked because i you know i thought she was gonna be okay i thought they were just really observing her and things took a turn for the worse and you know i hate to see the people in my life hurt yeah like i hate it like even though i'm hurting i know there were people that were really really fucking hurting and I just was like oh god I hate this for them like I really I hate it for me but I really hate this for them so that has been hard and she's also with somebody it wasn't just like you know a fly by night I I, like talked to her often saw her often you know our last few holidays were together I always enjoy our conversations like she was progressive especially for her age and you know i really miss her so that's like the worst memory and i'll say even like you know i am like my friend like the people in my life like y'all are like my people 
Right. You know, like when y'all hurt, I hurt. So anytime, like this year, like a lot of my friends have been going through like some real, real shit, my family members. So like whenever like the people in my life are like upset or hurting, like it really bothers me. So those type of things. So I'm an empath. I can't help it. Yeah. And that's, you know, understandable, especially when you care about people. Cause it's, yeah. you know, cause normally, you know, the upside before it went down. Right. So it's like, you kind of taking that ride with them. Um, and like a front, you know, you have a front seat ride, a front ride seat, you know what I'm trying to say. Front row like, seat. Yeah. There you go. There, that. <laughs> that <shit right> there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Um, how about you? What would be my worst memory of this year? Um, I, I, nah, I have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. Um, I'll just say, I'll try to say it in a general way. Um, the people that I no longer interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably one of the, has been like the, hardest part of the year mm-hmm. is um just adapting to life and forgetting things and it's not when I say that you know I'm talking about it's not like you know and I'm not saying it's like I don't care because I know that's the thing people like they don't care about shit I actually do have a heart um but I'll notice like certain things will pop up that make me think about them and I'll be like you know when you kind of forget you're not talking to somebody it's just like when you first wake up from a dream or something and you kind of still in that room and you forget what's reality and what's really not and um sometimes I'll be like oh I should call such and such and I'm like oh I forgot. We're not <laughs> like, talking. You know, right. We don't talk anymore. So I got to, you know, I need to start. What I need to do is delete people's numbers on my phone and start a whole new social media and then have a true clean sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, and these are and situations say, that you don't see reconciling. No. And the only reason why, so like one person, you know, um, I haven't talked to you, but they've been reaching out to me. Somebody mm-hmm. that called themselves, oh, backing up, and then they were going to come back around when they felt like it. Mm. And um, that's a marker. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, once you, once it's done, and I think I said this in another episode before. Mm-hmm. The main thing that made me feel the lowest about that, the worst part mm-hmm. of the year about that situation, if I break it down into simplest terms, is the fact that I realized for some people I'm very disposable. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Like, oh, I'm disposable. It's, I don't give a fuck. I've been through a lot of shit. A lot of people have done things to me that, you know, that's neither here nor there. And maybe I'm the dummy that still will forgive people and try to interact. Maybe it's me and everybody else has it right. I don't know, but I feel like for most of my dynamics, it was never that deep. Mm-hmm. It was never. Like, so for you to just be able to be like, oh, well, fuck her, it says a lot to me about how you felt about me. And I realized I have a lot of those people around me and I'm working through not making that change my personality because I'm learning. I'm noticing that it's when people try to get too close to me now, now I'm kind of a bitch on purpose. Yep. Like, I don't even want to be you know, the way I was before, because mm-hmm. I, now I'm on a defense. 
Like, oh, well, I'm not letting nobody to fuck in again. Now you're protecting like, yourself. Period. You don't and want that's to feel just what that it way is. again. Yeah. But that's not fair to other people. So, you know, that's just, I don't mean to get on the whole soapbox about it, but. No, um, that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> but that's, that's basically what it is. Like, even an individual, when they reach out to me um, and it's like, oh, you know, you're doing so good. Like, they asked about my YouTube and I, I sent them, like, a screenshot of, like, oh, you know. And it's like, oh, wow, you're doing really good. And I'm like, oh, you know, thanks. But I don't, when they try to interact or, like, even those compliments to me, I don't know. Maybe I don't have a forgiving heart. And I know it's hard for me to forgive people in that way. Like when I feel like you maliciously go out your way to hurt me, it's one Mm -hmm. thing if you do some shit and then I just forgive you. Like, are you did some, you know, or you said something I didn't like, but when you, Mm -hmm. you know, I could have, I could have passed away. COVID is real. Mm -hmm. I fucking had, you didn't even know. You didn't reach out to me on my birthday. Yeah. You really had a bed. It was uh, right. It was shit going on in my life. And it's like, damn, you wasn't even there. Like, and you just think that you can just come around. and, And that's how I feel about with, bitches too that I was friends with we can't whatever that was I can never trust you on the same level again because I feel like I would be walking on eggshells interacting with you because now I know that oh if I say Mm -hmm. the wrong thing you're not gonna be fucking with me but if I was a nigga fucking you you would be still talking Mm. to me and that's the part that I got a problem with because every female that I can think of that I had this situation with has always went back always 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 but you know it's just that's just how women are the idea that you ain't really do shit girl i (laughs) like it's like i really didn't do shit to you and i i mean you talked about that i had the same situation with a friend and you in the past where i remember i talked to you about it and you were like well what have you been missing from the friendship that you haven't had since y'all stopped talking Mm. And I was like, mind you, this is what you told me. That's <laughs> <laughs> real shit. And though. I was like, nothing, nothing. You were like, like, did you lose a confidant? I was like, no, I have people to confide in. Like, I don't. And that's where it becomes like, I'm your safe place. Right. Like, you feel safe right. with me. You're not right. mine. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can, I'm a, what you showed me is that you're disposable as well. But I would never done that to you. Mm. And then that's the difference between me and you. So in my head sometimes, what I rationalize in that situation, this probably been needed to end it, but I probably never would have. I probably right. never would have ended it. Right. Because and I that, have that's a certain, mm-hmm. you know, thing about me where, you know, I really, I really fuck with the people in my life. Right. Good, yeah, bad, and different. And so when right. you can feel like, like you said, that disposable shit, like, okay, well, leave me in the fucking trash can, bitch. Don't don't be on no Mike Jones shit, nigga. <laughs> don't know. Back then they ain't want me now. Yeah, don't do that shit with me now. Now you see me popping. You see my YouTube, nigga. Don't think that you about to, because guess what? If I did all this good shit when you wasn't around, I feel like you're the problem. 
Now you're the problem. <laughs> and that's how and that's how I looked <laughs> at it. Keep like your ass away from me. I said, Oh, this person really got me fucked up. Like, you know, and mind you, the 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 humility in me is so strong. I never even said nothing. Like you went out your way to ask mm-hmm. me. And I said, Oh, because I've been, you know, interacting here and there. But when you asked me, like, oh yeah, you never gave me your information whatever, so I could check it out. I'm like, oh, okay. He been and I new. just screenshot. He's been new. Like, but my thing is I, you didn't expect to see the numbers you saw, and that's cool. Like, oh, all the accolades. Uh, but to me, it's all... It, I don't know. I just feel like when you love somebody, you fuck with somebody, it's just certain shit, there's certain ways that you move and there's certain ways you don't move. Mm-hmm. And I realize people in today's, you know, day and age or whatever, they force self, and it's like, I'm not going to fit in the bubble that's um, comfortable for you. I am who mm-hmm. I am, and if either you fuck with me or you don't. I have my ways. Yes, I do. We all fucking have our ways. And I'm going to own it. Yes, I have my ways. But when I fucking call you out on your shit, it's a problem. Like, no, we're going to let's talk about everybody's ways because I can talk about mine. But don't you act like you don't have some, too. But that's neither here nor there. Like you said, a lot of situations I probably would still be in and it really wasn't the best for me. And I'm not really I don't miss anything from it. For real, for real. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Some people I do miss, but others... Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I thought I, I did. Definitely but, miss you know. some of these people. Definitely miss them, but I also feel like I'm not actively miss them. Like sometimes I'll just think about a situation and they're coming to mind, but that's because I had such a good heart, I could still see the good in the situation. I don't see it. Right. I, I really hate when people, unless the person was abusing you, I really hate when people can't see the good in situations from the past. Like, right. shit wasn't always that bad. It ended bad, but as long as we ain't, like, damn near about to kill each other, you can still see right. that bitch was good to you. Right. You know, and I can still laugh at good memories, but if some shit come up and it's negative and it, 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 your ass did some shit like that, I'm going to remember that, too. Exactly. You know? So, it, you know, so, it is what it is. But. That, I definitely understand that. When that shit come up, or them memories on Facebook, I'd be like, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what are some um, lessons we learned in 2021? Um, I'll say that I learned um, that it's okay for me to say I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I've learned to be more transparent about not doing something. Like, if I've, you know... If I feel tired, I'm going to let myself sleep. I'm going to let myself, you know, be in whatever that mood is. I'm not going to let myself stay there, but it's okay to be like, I am tired. Like, you know, sometimes I'll talk to people and their situation is different than mine. And it's like, you know, oh, well, you're complaining. You know, I have X amount of kids and you only have one or you, you you know, you, make this amount of money and I wasn't making that much before. And it's like, well, don't compare your you to, to mine. Cause our, right. our problems are very different. I have different bills than you. I have different things going on in my the life. The cost of you. living could be different. The cost <laughs> of living is different, but we also move different. I don't count. I never count other people's money to be like, unless I know, and you've been bragging about making six figures and then you're always asking me for money. Other than that, I don't give a fuck about what you make or what you do. And Unless it's, and I'm, if normally if I do say something, it's in the positive, like shit, I'm trying to get the fuck like this person. But other Period. than that, I'm not, 
you know, I don't look at it and say, well, why is she always like, I don't know what you paying off on the back end. Like just because somebody is broke, like um, I have a relative, people think that they are not doing anything. Like they, they make way more money to fuck than I do, but they've been paying their bills down. They paid their car off. They're paying their house off. Shit you can't see right now. So they doing the shit the right way because once they done with that, then they can start stunting for real. Now they, they got all they debt out the way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just never know. So that's, that's one of the main things though. I don't, um, I'm allowing myself to feel how I want to feel. Um, and the other lesson I learned, well, I'll save that for what my new year's resolution is, but, um, that's the main thing. And, and like you said, in regards to, uh, people walking out that maybe they weren't as necessary or needed if I can still go on and, you know, still do things positively in my life, then maybe it was, I didn't really need them either. So if I'm disposable, you were too. I like the way that you had worded it earlier. So yeah, yeah that that's another thing. Um, a lesson <laughs> I learned this year, and I've been saying this for a while, but I feel like this episode of Insecure really drove it home for me. And okay. like just recent things that have come up. But my friendship circle, my sisters by blood and by choice is really important for me right now. And mm. I hate to kind of sound cliche, but this year was so fucking trying. Right. Like it was so trying this year. And understanding that it wasn't a man that made me feel better. It wasn't work that made me feel better. It wasn't anything but my relationship with these core women in my life that have gotten me out of a darkness or helped put me on to something or just made me feel better or I was able to do the same for them and be a support to them as they are to me. That has been very, very telling. And the fact that, you know, it's not... We grew up thinking, like, your friendships aren't important, right? That it's too much work. And if it's too much work and I don't have time, I got a man, I got this, I got that, and I don't I don't work on communicating and all of this other shit. It does matter in these friendships. Our your friendships are just as important as your relationships. You put in what you get out. I right. put in love in my friendships. I'm there for my friends, but I don't put myself in positions anymore where I'm lacking things for myself to do for others. There's clear boundaries. Right. If I'm not feeling it, I can't be, and I'll say this, and I said this to a friend. I remember I was just like, you know, if you're depressed and somebody else is depressed and you go to that depressed person to make you feel better, they're not. Right. Right. They're fucking not because they don't even have it in them for themselves. They don't have the tools. And they don't have right now. nothing to give for themselves, so they damn sure ain't got shit to give for you. So while it sounds like they're being negative, for real, for real, they just ain't got it. And they're probably just right. saying what the fuck ever right now because they don't even understand what they're saying. They're in the same boat as you, just trying to grasp at so straws. And we have to have allowances for that. Now, if the shit is ongoing and a motherfucker is just negative without trying to ever do anything about it, then you can kind of readjust. 
There right. are some people I know right now, I don't bombard them with a lot of bullshit because they got a bunch of other shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I do have, I do know that I can go to them and talk to them and they're going to listen and we're going to listen to each other and the shit that we both have going on. Right. You know, and what this year has shown me is like, you know, I was trying to be there for other people and wasn't much happening with me. And then things started happening. <laughs> like, right. then I needed these people and they were like right there without me having to ask. Even my friends that don't even know each other wanting to be there for each other, you know? Right. And I felt like that just showed, you know, how true of a friend that I am, that two people who don't know each other would want to be there for one another in their time of need. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, that's, that speaks like that's, it speaks really highly. And just watching like Insecure where it's like, yes, they, you know, spoiler alert, they got their happy endings with these men, but they got there because they were able to be true, true friends with each other. Because I feel like once you start being honest with yourself and you you start being honest with the people around you, being, being your friends and your family it's easy to be honest and vulnerable to men. Right. But if you, you have to kind of hone those skills with the people around you. Right. If you're a fucked up friend and you're not there, you don't have friendship circles or you don't have relationship with your sisters by blood at the very least, right. then you won't have anything to give into a relationship and you won't sure. receive anything out of that because you didn't even learn how to be a true friend, how to be a true sister, how how to really hone on these things where you're not always the forefront. Right. You know, That's so true. people pick up on things. Men right. pick up on the fact that you kind of shitty to everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they pick that shit up. They pick it up and they don't expect too much more out of you. So you might right. not get that, but they'll eat, dry you out. Yeah. Don't dry your ass out. And then I'll say that just remember one thing I realized anytime I went through like a breakup or something or no, you know, just stop talking to somebody and that shit hurt. I'm still cool with all my friends. Right. I can still talk to all my friends about the situation. I won't feel embarrassed. I won't Mm -hmm. feel stupid because I never slighted nobody for that nigga. Right. Girl, you better say it again. I never did that. <laughs> I never forgot about my you. friendships yeah. when I was with somebody. I've always right. been a person that I can prioritize every person in my life. I, the only thing I had issues with was prioritizing myself, and now I do that. Right. But I've never, ever did that. Right. Because my my relationship with my family, my relationship with my friends, you know, business relationships, everything is important. And at different moments, some things get prioritized just a little bit more. So yeah, you might be all in with somebody because y'all are in that honeymoon stage of getting to know each other. Or this person is a little bit needy. But these people, if you picture friendship circle, right? They'll help you in ways you'll never, ever even imagine. Yeah. They'll be there, you know, to even help you keep your man. Right. Not just there when that nigga leave you, but there to help and support you so you can stay in that love and marriage, stay in that love and relationship and fix you because sometimes it is you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sometimes we have conversations when it's like, you know, hey, 
Not not trying to make you upset or anything, but hey. But, uh, girl, you was wrong. <laughs> Your ass is wrong. Let me let me let me show you from this side how this looks. Yeah. That look like that looks. You told me. Yeah, you and me. I expect my friends to tell me the same thing. Right. And even we had a conversation, and you were like, "So this is what you're mad about?" And I'm like, "That's not what I'm mad about. <laughs> this is what I'm mad about." <laughs> and you was like, "Oh, because it sounded like you was mad at this," and I had to take a pause. And I'm like, "That's what it sounds like because I'm not communicating effectively." So right. if you, as my friend, can peep, uh, peep that I'm not com- communicating what it is that's bothering me effectively, then I know this nigga is confused about what's bothering me. Right, right. So that let me know, okay, I need to communicate effectively and speak clearly so that they understand exactly where they got me fucked up at. Because even my friend didn't even understand it until I broke it down in a different way. And I wasn't just venting and snapping and using something else. I really looked at it like, this is what bothers me. And I don't know if it's a you thing, a me thing, or a we thing, but I can't do this thing. Girl. But it well, you all know, started but... with my friendships too. Right. You know, I depend on these shit. friendships for that. So that's that's, what I said. that's real shit. Like I well, another thing, another lesson, because I just did it the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I I stopped myself. I met somebody when I was at the store. Try to talk to me. girl, please. So it was just like, okay, he was making me laugh. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm bored, whatever. So um, we're texting and stuff. And he's like, oh, let's go to the museum. And he told me about, what the fuck was the name of that museum? It began with a B. Some shit I never heard of that's out here, right? So I'm like, oh, I never heard of it or whatever. So he's like, oh, yeah, you know, da-da-da. So then he responded. He texted me later that day and was like, oh, how was your day? He spelled my name T-Y-S-H-A. And I really said, oh, so that's how he spelled Tasha. He yeah, literally spelled Tasha. And you're a black dude from Alany. I was so irked. So how he spelled Tasha that way. And he was dead serious. The and I, I'm good. So my point is, I said, you know what? Instead of even responding, girl, walk away. Because you wasn't even serious. Now, don't get me wrong. Because, you know, when you showed me that video of uh, that hitman, I did, you know, it made me remember that the skinnier ones, you know, um, yeah, and that's what that I, that's all thing. I seen when I seen, when he was talking to me, I was thinking, yeah, it's the horn dog in you, <laughs> you wanted them tight, but I'm good. And I said, but you know man, what? You know he wanted them tights because that nigga can't spell. It's usually the ones that can't spell even. They got the big right. ones. Like, and that's, I'm like, no, no. I'm just, I'm good. You know, I'm at home. He was at work, but I'm good on it. I just, I'm just good. And then I think he said three kids. And I was like, three. Uh, uh, I, um, that's how I know is uh, but you put me on something I got more than that uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> listen listen that was supposed to be for fun but like this is what I'm saying lessons learned yeah, that, <laughs> like, was, that, that was quick to the point learn. that was like a week and a half that shit was over before it started <laughs> <laughs> that shit literally that was like a year ago dude. bro I don't even think that shit went into the new year <laughs> And he ain't fuck with me since. It don't make no sense. He ain't even fuck with me, child. It's all Mm. my fault. That says a lot about him, child. I also feel like another lesson is 
that um that self-doubt thing like once you ignore that and you really put in work and you start seeing things come into fruition or things start working out and stop living in fear and stop trying to plan everything out. I'm still working on it, you know. It's still a thing. <laughs> right. But especially in the last quarter of this year, I've realized how, you know, things fall apart to come together. Right. Yeah, that's and that true. if I just relax and calm down and believe God's will, that everything that I'm working towards will make sense one day. All right. And even though it's hard and it looks sometimes, you know, even like with this podcast and we post different content and we post different engagement and not much is happening. Right. And you sometimes like, oh, shit, like I'm just doing this shit for no reason. Right. Like it's not really getting you be the, feeling like that. Yeah. Sometimes like I just feel like it's working. It's not like really hitting how I want it to hit. Right. Right. But it bec- it comes time when people are discovering us later and it gives them something to look back on for reference and to, or when somebody's looking for the show or looking for a specific to listen back on the episode, they can look on our Instagram and be like, right. oh yeah, that's the episode that they were talking about this on. You know, like sometimes it's just certain things you just do and you do it on a time clock because you're just like, just keep doing it. Don't stop because you know, or switch it up. It may, it's going to, it's going to get greater later. It's going to make sense later. Right. You know, that's real shit for real. And like just being your authentic, our authentic selves, it matters. Even with, you know, trying to do better financially and just trying and, you know, right now, you know, the market is, it it seems like what the fuck? Like, are y'all not trying to pay us? You know what I mean? And it's like hard, but it's like, no, keep motherfucking looking, keep working at it. If this is something you want to do and it requires for you to do a little bit more, put a little bit more elbow grease, do that shit because God going to make a way. And he always going to, even when a door closes, that just the wrong door, knock next door, because that might be something better. Right. Exactly. You know, that's that's where I've been trying to stay at right now. Right. That's so true because they say you can't worry and uh, be have faith too. They don't. Go yeah, together. they don't work. Cancel each other out. And then sometimes I just be stressed about dumb shit, and I just be like, "Girl, now how did you create that scenario? <laughs> <laughs> like, how you trying to make sure you ain't caught off guard in any like, Yes, I'll come through point A through Z, and then get stressed about what if Z doesn't work. <laughs> oh my god right right like bitch you don't even know how a is about to turn out and you stressing about z exactly now you're like I, you done came up with every solution it's just like man now damn if z don't turn out no what the fuck i'm about to do right <laughs> like, no that's some crazy <laughs> ass shit stressing about plan z no, I think that that shows that something happened in the past that you mm. didn't have control over and yeah. you refuse. You be damned if it's going to happen again. You know <laughs> what's so crazy? That's what it says to me. You know what's so crazy? I probably don't even remember what that was. <laughs> that's how. That's normally how we go, though. If you think, I probably can't even think about what that was that created mm-hmm. me feeling like I have to plan ahead, you know? So right. who knows? Who the fuck knows? It could be just being poor. <laughs> <laughs> Little, why we all 
loving the survival mode, child. <laughs> the PJs. It's like, no, my mom would get so mad if I said I grew up in the PJs. <laughs> that right. She thinks it's so different. Don't, like, don't play yeah. her face like that. <laughs> no, we used to like sing that song. We was like, yeah, we in a project. But I was like, you have never lived in a project. <laughs> like, that's real shit, it. though. Like, like, no, like, that's a different the, level, you know. We is in the hood. <laughs> right, right. Now, the projects might have been up the street around the corner, down the block. But you ain't in there. there. <laughs> you was not from the PJ show. Yeah, that is so funny. Black people are funny. There's <laughs> different levels to this of uh, the poorness, okay? Like, we ain't no, that much. That should be so funny, especially in Philly, because for real, for real, like people that's not from here, all this shit hood. All this yeah, shit that's is true. Hood. Every, it was crazy, and that the projects to me, they all could, they all had nice clothes, drove nice cars, they fly, and it was our <laughs> fucking bougie ass parents who just had to have a motherfucking house, right? Like you should have been kept your ass in the damn project. Yeah, shit. granted, they had Gucci, but they had to step over some piss to get right. That. That's but, true. That's very true. You know, whatever, but. Philly is a mess. All this shit is hood. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't exactly. let nobody tell you they grew up in a suburb in Philly. If they grew up in a suburb, they're not from Philly. <laughs> exactly. No, they really not, though. I always tell Malia that. city is just really based off of blocks. Yeah. Sometimes you get a really good block, and sometimes you don't. And that's yeah. all that matters. You just have to find a quiet-ass block, and before you sign that lease, you need to drive by during the nighttime. Yep. Prefer- pre- that's how you know. Preferably move in the summer. I was going to say that. That's when you summer, know. That's when you know shit lit. Yeah, and you'll know exactly how your block is by what yeah. it is in the summer at nighttime. <laughs> you ever you moved during you ride the winter? Through there? You no. we, we had to when we was growing up, and it was quiet when we first moved there. Child, that summer came. Them kids was outside. I didn't even know. Mind you, I went to school with some of these people. I didn't even know they lived on the motherfucking block. Oh, shit. Because I ain't never <laughs> seen them. I never seen them. Right. You know, in the wintertime, all you do is walk in and come out. Right. You, know, you just you in really and out. Too much. Mm-hmm. And I think by the time it was outside, I wasn't like no bitch that was playing in the snow at 12. <laughs> right. Right. Like, exactly. Uh-uh. Exactly. So no, I agree. Any more lessons, um, sister? No. Okay. Right. You want to go to the next one? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather just go to the expectations because I don't really do. So, what are your what's your opinion on New Year's resolution? I feel like every day is a new year. Every single day is, is a, a new opportunity, right? To do something. So, I don't really do resolutions. I used to. Um. You know, I'll say this: is things that. I want to hold firm to, but it's not aspiration wise. It's more so um, boundary wise for me. Like, you know, I'm actually giving other people a chance sometimes. (laughs) Like, I'm real shit. I'm giving them like two weeks so you can kind of get used to the new Tasha. That's what what my New Year's resolution is. Like, I, you know, I have to have firmer boundaries um, and realize, you know, don't try to guilt trip me. If I don't want to do something, I'm not fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to excuse or tell you why I don't want to do it. I just exactly. don't. Exactly. And I have to stop feeling like I have to say, oh, well, this happened. I just don't want to go. Like, yeah, and that's just I it. I don't want you to come up with a solution either. No. Be like, I, and I, I had this talk with somebody too. Whenever I was like, I just was like, I ain't got it. I'm not going. I'll pay. I said, if you want to pay for me to do something simple like this, 
I'd rather just put the money in my hand because I right. actually need this money for something else. And that's the reason why I'm not going. And that's why I'm not going. I don't I shouldn't have to get into all of that. Like, like if I'm not in I'm the not space, going because I got to pay this. But if right. you wanna, after I pay this, you gonna put some money in my pocket. Right. That's what I I'm really still need. Not going. <laughs> that's what I really need. Like cash at me on the personal. Like, you yeah, know, I'm here goes some money going. for your bills not, or whatever. That right. is not you know what I mean? Like I'm a I'm not I do anything, any, everything I do makes sense. Right, exactly. Everything and that's I the do makes sense. I, I'm I'm not irresponsible in the least bit. Right. You know, if something fall by the wayside is literally out of sight, out of mind. You know, blame it on my heart and I'm my mind. Blame it on my mind and I'm my heart. You know, I don't right. intentionally fuck up in that way, you know? Yeah. But I agree. I don't really believe in resolutions either. I just feel like it's cliche. A bitch been trying to lose weight for, since 2018. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ain't never lie. That's not a New Year's resolution. Woo. That's an everyday struggle. And <laughs> even when I'm winning, it's still, you know. Yeah, even when I'm up, because then I get too excited. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I just, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't really do the New Year's resolution thing. But what I did do um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of my girlfriends from college, Alexis, she hosted a um, Zoom party um, through her business, February Alchemist. She does a lot of uh, spirituality and sells um, Palo Santo and Waspies. And um, oh, okay. she posts um, affirmations and stuff like that on her Instagram page. I've shared it before on our page. I'll share it again. But she hosted a Zoom party for vision boards. So right. I started that with her and my friend Brie came over a couple of weeks ago and I, that's more so my lane to right. like really plan out what the things I want to achieve, not just in the next year, but in my short term goals and my long term goals and put it on something where I can see. And, and then when I achieve it, I can look back and say, look, that is, that's right there. I put that on my right. vision board and it happened because I worked towards it. I made my intentions clear about what it is I want to accomplish. And right. it's not just exactly. material things. It's, it's things, you know, mind, body, soul, money, everything. Like, I'm really trying to just be a better me. Exactly. So it's not That's things, a beautiful thing. you know, in that way. But um, I'm more so focused on intentions than resolutions because not everything needs to be fixed. <laughs> like Right. You know, like resolution means like a solution, like uh, a secondary solution, right? Like right. the solution is just a solution. So what the fuck is a resolution? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like in case this shit don't work, <laughs> in case this shit don't work, here's another one. Like right. Like I said, I've been trying to lose weight since 2018, and I do lose it, but I get right. too excited, and I start Girl. acting up. So. Yeah. Right. My intentions and that's always going to be a thing. Are different. My intentions are very different. I'm very mindful about what it is that I want this yeah. year. So, what's some expectations for 2022 that you don't mind speaking on right now? Um, expectations for myself to be uh, more vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's the same thing as like I said, what I'm not going to do. Um. As in regards to just moving forward, like I want to be more vocal about, um, you know, what, what it is I see and start really having long-term, 
Um, but small steps that I can take, like you said about your vision board, like maybe I need to do one of those because I like seeing tangible things. Like mm-hmm. I, I, it's nothing better than writing some shit down and then going back, forgetting that you wrote it. And then like, Oh, Oh yeah, I did this. And I did that. And I, it's just mm-hmm. such a good feeling. Um, but I just expect to to keep proving myself, you know, that I keep, you know, surprising myself with the things that I'm able to do. That's really what it all boils down to for me. Like, I just want to, you know, my expectation is to be better than what I was this year. Um, go a little harder in regards to everything in my life, like being more direct and really getting control of my mental health mm-hmm. um, and owning that. Like, I feel like that has to, I feel like it keeps happening to me because it has to be part of maybe my calling that I have to talk about later when I do get where I need to be mm-hmm. because it, it's such a hindrance in my life. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, um, matter of fact, and please remind me, I got to get this damn therapist number. We always talk about, I never get it from you. I sent I like it to you. I when? Sent it again. I sent you her information. I, I don't have it, y'all. We was, I, yeah, I see it right now. I'll send it to you again. Yeah, I appreciate it. But, like, um, you know, that's one of the main things is just, you know, um, just understanding that there is, you know, things that I still need to work on. And my girl okay. off this week, though. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to call her this week anyway. That's Just something case you be like, no, that's something you start next week. <laughs> that's something you start like next week, and yes. the next week or whatever, ease into that. Um, but I feel like that's a great way to start the, the year off as therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just learning, um, I guess, you know, being, being more of a forgiving person. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like it sounds like I contradict myself when I say that I'm not one to hold things against people, but I feel like the things that I don't forgive, and this is a, you know, cancer trait for those of those that are cancers listening. I feel like we have this in common where there is different levels of disrespect for me or what's forgiven or forgivable and what isn't. And when you intentionally, like, I think I said this months before I can offend you by accident and you do me uh, offend and disrespect me Mm -hmm. on purpose. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with it Mm -hmm. because it's like, I don't normally 10 times out of 10, I'm not trying to be malicious. A lot of people may take some things I say maliciously, but in all actuality, it's just maybe I just was in a certain mood that day or something you said that I just felt to respond this way, but it wasn't to be like, I'm not going to go below the belt. I'm, I mm-hmm. try to keep it kind of surface, but if I come at you this way and then you feel like, oh, well, you know, Tasha threw a dagger, so now I'm going to just throw the whole fucking knife board at her. Like, I got a problem with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So... Just being mindful of, you know, people's intentions and just having um, and not having any expectations for other people that I interact with. Like, that's the main thing, too, because you disappoint yourself Mm -hmm. when you expect a you from other people. Mm -hmm. I have to learn that that's not how people operate. I don't operate that way. Way. So I can't and maybe we you don't need to operate like you. Like that's what I realized. <laughs> that's true. It's like that's true. I don't need this is sometimes I'll just be like, not to cut you off, but like no, I'm maybe this is showing you like bitch, stop doing stop going out your motherfucking way. Like right, right. Maybe you need that's to operate true. like they asses. No, that's real shit. Cause I noticed it seemed like people are a lot happier the less 
Um, I'm telling you, the less that they offer their services, the less involved they are. <laughs> like when it, when you a bitch, happy. people be like, yes. People be like, oh, like oh, don't ask such and such because you know how they are. I want to be. I don't want to have to be that extreme, but I just want to be the oh well, Tasha may or may not do it, and I gotta mm-hmm. be okay with it either way because she's still loving yeah. you, but. You know, she focused she focused on Tasha, so that's how that's one of my um, family members is. And I love it for them because it's really like when they're nice, nice, you better appreciate it. When they going out their way for you, you better appreciate that shit. Cause yep. they don't do shit for nobody. Yeah. Not in a bad sense, but it's like I'm not over they have boundaries. myself. Yeah. If I don't wanna do some shit, I ain't doing it. And they've been and like right. that. That's nothing that they learned in adulthood. They've been like that. And I'm like, damn. I appreciate that about them because one thing about them, if they ain't want to do it, I don't mind when they do stuff for me because if they ain't want to do it, they wouldn't have did it. Exactly. They That's have real no shit, problem though. telling me motherfucking no. So exactly. exactly. I agree. Well, what about you? What about your expectations for 2022? Um, for myself, I, well, my intentions would be more so on... Um, Continuing therapy, finding my voice, asserting myself in situations, and not staying where I'm tolerated, but always going where I'm celebrated, you know? Mm, And that goes for every aspect of my life, not just personal or romantic or friendship, like work-wise, you know, everything. Like, I'm no longer going to stand in spaces where it's just like, oh, DeAndre's here. Right. (laughs) Oh, you know. DeAndre contacted me. Yeah, sorry. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, where I'm just not, like, you know, when I, you know, like, oh, she's here, it's cool. Like, she's always here. Like, right, right. Like, oh, okay. I don't want nobody lying nonchalant about me. But it's friendship, relationship, where you, you know, don't be nonchalant about me because I'm never nonchalant about that. Like, right. I take everything. I give everything effort. So, right. I'm not going to stand in spaces where there's no effort being given. I don't give a fuck what it is or who it is or how he's being done. I'm not doing it. And mm. you don't have to change, but I'm going to change myself and I'm going to remove myself from that situation. And I'm going to mm. start doing what's better for me in every aspect. Um, As you should. And therapy has allowed me to see that it's not just people fucking me over, you know, is me allowing or giving something, not caring about myself enough to assert myself in these situations or to stop it from happening or to feel so codependent that I can't feel like I can't say no. And like she said to me, why can't you? Can they not figure it out if you don't do it? Like were they just solely dependent on you? Why right. are they solely depending on you? Why don't they have anybody else to do this? Right. Why does it have to be you specifically? Or why do you feel like it has to be you? And one thing I realized is that when I do too much sometimes, some people just expect me to be there all the time. Right. And when I'm not, I'm the I'm the villain. Yeah, that sounds about and right. At this point, if I'm the villain in your story, but I'm at peace, I'll just be the motherfucking villain because I can't afford to do anything for nobody if I don't have it in it for myself or if I have myself, my best interest at my own heart. Like if I have my own shit going on, I can only focus on my own shit 
I, if I had something already pre-planned, I got that shit pre-planned. I'm not switching my schedule around to help you. I'm mm-hmm. not doing extra shit and not receiving anything in return. I'm not right. picking up extra shit. They ain't got shit to do with my elevation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the I'm going to do part. something, I'm going to do it because that's in me to do it. But if it's not required, I'm not doing it because I'm not going to, like I said, I'm always going to go where it's celebrate, where I'm celebrated. All One right. thing about me in real life, if I go to an event or a space or like, like how we talked about when we talked about Danny Lee, if I'm somewhere and the vibe not right mm-hmm. and I feel like a motherfucker want me to go, sure. I'm leaving. In Girl, a you ain't got to ask sense. me twice. In a right. physical sense. So, therefore, I need to start doing it in relationships. Because one thing about it, right. that's some shit I'm not overthinking. Right. I need to tap into my discernment a little bit more. I need to really know that when I have a gut feeling about something, I just need to rock with it. Because I haven't right. stirred myself wrong. And one thing I learned... I forgot to bring this up, like when I talk about like my favorite memories and as far as this podcast go. Years ago, when I first started working with y'all, like at, our, at my second position, and one of our coworkers is into like spirituality and everything, and they did my number, like my life path number. Yeah, and it's eleven. Um, and she was like, number, SMS number. Yeah, she was explaining to me. She was saying like, um, this number is very high on the spiritual board, and a lot of people with this letter, with this letter go on to be like motivational speakers or pe- mm-hmm. preachers or spiritual leaders and things like that. And she was like, you do carry yourself very, very well, but it's not intentional. Like you're not actively trying to do this. Like. It's just something about you that really has integrity and that you have great intentions. She was like, like, are you into like the church? Are you into spirituality? And I was like, no, not really. Like, I, you know, like I, I'm, right. you know, I do, you know, I believe in God and all of these things, but I don't see myself ever be like a preacher or anything like that or like a motivational speaker. Like I can't stand up and just talk to people. You know, and I was All just right. saying like, oh, no, 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 no. And then um, we started this podcast and it came back up because sometimes like I'll talk to my friends and I'll be like, oh, yeah, like what y'all said on the podcast. Like, or remember what you said or I'm so glad y'all talked about this because I, it really hit me that week and I really need to put that. And y'all said it like right on time. And I'm like, yo, like, is this what she was talking about? It just looks different. Right. Right. You never know. And it kind of goes into our global topic, but it's just like, I, my intentions is to really understand it this year coming and not put any self doubt in it or not feel like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I'm just tripping. Like, you know what I mean? Like self doubt in that way. Right. That's my intentions. And to get this money, honey. I know that's right. That's always it. That's always on their fucking board. Okay. But we're going to do it the right way, you know? Right. Exactly. We're going to elevate spiritually and mentally and emotionally so that it can make sense financially. 
you know. Right. So, um, our glow up topic this week is whatever it is that you love about yourself to what was it natasha whatever it is we basically really owning it yeah owning whatever it is that you truly 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 love about yourself yeah and that's just into the new talk. year and that's just real our like final glow up this, this year and right. something you can walk into the new year with you want to start um yeah like i mean it's just that for me like I, I want to, you know, I my glow up for myself and for everybody listening is owning whatever it is that you good at, even if it's something like you said about having a master number. Like an eleven is considered a very important number out mm-hmm. of uh, when it comes to life path numbers, and it is it does deal with spirituality. Um, and it's basically every number is like a a, a lesson in each number. Like each number has a role to play. It can be um, about, you know, business. It can be about um, peace in the world. It can be materialistic things. I notice I'm attracted to a lot of, I think that's an eight, really materialistic. That's neither here nor there. Um, But when it comes to an 11, you know, walking into that, like, you know, being who you are and you are really good at speaking. I know that in your mind, that (laughs) it was something that you were apprehensive about before. And this has helped you come a long way. But you are very good at what you when you speak, because and I always tell you this because you measure what you say. Like you don't just talk like I know for me, I just talk. Like, and you know, people like it. Okay. If they don't, uh, but with you, I feel like you listen to what people really, really listen and you make sure the conversation, your reply is very specific and tailored to that individual. Mm -hmm. And just like, you think your, your response out and you have a way of presenting it where it comes off like, Oh, okay. Like, well, I didn't look at it this way. And it can be very empowering, uh, empower, empowering. Why can I never say words on here? I can't like, never talk either. I'm always fucking up words. I'm always the way here. I and feel I'm like actually I'm, smart. <laughs> I go on my way to like really be pronouncing things a certain way. But for some reason, some things just don't flow off the tongue sometimes. But it, but see, that's what I'm saying. I don't have that. Like, you know, there are certain things you that do. people have. Uh, that's up for debate. But, you know, I just want... You know, when I say owning it, when we talk about owning it, you know, there's things about myself that I don't own. And I know that there's things that I want to give myself credit for, but I'm so used to being in a low vibration where, you know, we talked in the past about, I think we talked about how a lot of times people's low self-esteem is things that's projected from other people's viewpoints yeah, of you sure. that they definitely placed on you. Right. So I feel like anytime that I want to walk into my truth and say, oh, well, oh, you know, this is a good accomplishment, you know, or and, and, I mean, it, it, it depends on what it is. But some people give me too many compliments about it. I'm kind of like I always have to go to the eh, but I, I do it every every time like I don't know how to just mm-hmm. own it and be like like no you really are like doing good with x y and z like you know you really were really focused like you know you are you know you're running a household and you're doing this and you're a, a mom and you're doing that like these are things that and even with you being depressed like when you throw that shit in the mix 
it's still like that's a burden that I always have to, you know, really tear myself out of. So I, I'm learning to own whatever it is that I have done so far. I look around my house and say, you've came a long way. You know, mm-hmm. remember when you moved in here, it was not a lot of furniture. And, you know, now you have this and this. And, oh, you know, when I do my thorough, intense crazy cleaning like you know oh like I look around like wow this is it's really coming along like you know I just just owning it like looking at how things used to be how work used to be you know just a lot of things just even the way I think it's come a long way and I'm going to own it like it's it's something that I'm like you know what this podcast shit, like, it's a lot that I don't know. It's a lot that I feel like I definitely need to, you know, be able to contribute more to. But I will own the fact that this is something that we've both did, and I'm mm-hmm. proud of us. Because this, it, it came a long fucking way, because it was just something, a conversation. Absolutely. It turned into something that had a date on it. And now it's something tangible where we have episodes with an S. We're in the 30s. Are we still in the 30s, right? Yeah, 35. Right, like, that's, like, we, you know, that's, like, and we've been dedicated. Mm-hmm. Like, only time I think we took off was, like, one time it was technical difficulties, and other time was when I had COVID. I think there was it's only twice, right? Like we yeah, have been pretty we just consistent. Adjusted, you know Ex- the time frame, and we both, no matter what, like today we started like two hours late, but mm-hmm. we still both here. We still, you know, it's like okay, well, it is and Eric <laughs> and Eric. We t- to tie his time up, like you know what I mean. So I commend us for being dedicated because even yeah, when life sure. happens with us, we're still showing up. We because still this is something we both want to do right and honestly the reason why I feel like we show up is because our supporters show up and it's like well they they want to show you know right exactly like, I think the first time that it was in the very beginning where we had technical difficulties and couldn't record and people were like where is the show and right. mind you at this time we had like 20 listeners right and it's like oh, okay <laughs> but them 20 listeners wanted right. to hear what the fuck was going on so and we appreciate and every 20 of sure, y'all every, okay everybody that listens <laughs> everybody that shares and everything yeah. you know And I feel like with owning it for me this year is that I'm on the right path. Right. Like, I am on the right path. I have the right people in my circle. You know, I'm very good judgment of character. I know when things don't feel right for me. I know when things do. I know when the people around me have great intentions for me. And um, I know that they don't wish me bad. And I think that's why one of the reasons why when even like you always be like, oh, you always deal with my attitude or whatever like that. It's because you I do. know you <laughs> don't have, even though it could get on my nerves, I know you don't have bad <laughs> intentions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know like it's not, you don't have any bad intentions for me. Yeah, but that's a shame because you got to deal with that depressive side. And that's what kind of makes me like, I feel bad because it's like, well, you, I talk to you every week. I don't really talk to most people in my life outside of my daughter and her dad every single week. And it's like, well, DeAndre might not get that Tasha that was 
nice. And, and I, I be don't. trying. <laughs> I know, and I really be trying. I feel so bad. And I've just said this before, and I will say it again, girl. I appreciate your patience because no. I don't even know if I would have the level of patience you have. <laughs> I'm saying I'm being honest. No, I appreciate I know. your patience with me. I, I know that I am. I can be very pushy, and I can be very like. This needs to get done. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I start. I I know that I have yeah. worked very hard to do better, but on the times that I slip up, I appreciate you for having grace for me during those yeah. times. Because well, you I do do, do better, though, like you said. But um, <laughs> you do do better. <laughs> you I'll give you that. See. I'm giving you what you're on this. No, I appreciate that. I've tried to get better. I one thing I like realized is like, um, I never have ill intent for anybody. Right. And one thing I, I know is that I know my heart, I know my spirit, I know I don't do anything for personal gain. Right. Can detri- you know, I don't do anything for anybody out of personal gain. Yeah, right. You know what I right. mean? Like, this podcast is a testament to that. We don't get paid for this. (laughs) You know what I mean? If anything, money goes out. (laughs) Money goes the fuck out. You know what I mean? I enjoy doing it. I like that. I feel like my words one day will mean something far more greater than what I think it means to other people. I like that it helps other people grow as we grow and glow up when we glow up. But, you know, we are still growing, you know, I'm not perfect, but I know that the people around me know I have clear intent that I, and that's why one of the things we talked about before is if anybody feels personally attacked by me or create narratives for me, I know for a fact that there's some projection because the people who really, really know me. Like, I know I say things, I can get, sometimes I do measure my words, but I can get very, very blunt if I keep repeating the same thing over. Right. And I remember I said to one of my friends, I was like, you know, this person got a right to feel away. You know, sometimes I'll I'll just be saying whatever. Like, sometimes I just, you know, just fly off the cuff. And she was like, yeah, but at the same time, you always have good intentions. Like, you don't just right. be saying no shit because you got an attitude that day. Like, you don't just, you know, right. piss on anybody's parade. Like, you might just be frustrated with the situation and you keeping it a bean because that that's your your tone because of where we from. So you right. might sometimes take off the sugar coating a little bit and you saying, like, you talking for real, like, saying real shit. And that person probably just didn't want to hear it. That's why they're taking it that way. Right. And, um, I, cause for a while I just stopped after that. I just stopped telling people what I thought. Sorry, I'm thirsty as shit. I just stopped I telling just people saying, what like, I what thought. Happened? I just stopped telling people like what I thought. Like I kept my opinions to myself and I'm like, I, I don't know because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> right. And then yeah. after that, after my friend said that to me, because I didn't know that she thought like that. I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't ever have bad intentions for my friends. I don't say shit just to be fucking mean. You know, like I don't. Right. And I don't really say anything mean. I might be honest. 
But what I deem is the facts might not be facts for you. But this is what I'm peeping from the situation. Right. And I'm just being my true, authentic self in it. So one thing I love about, you know, that I'm owning is that I am very clear. I'm very concise. And I have good intentions. Right. I, mean, I ain't no fake ass bitch. And either is Natasha. Right. And that's going to take us very, very far and just being who we are authentically right. and owning who we are, flaws and all, right? <laughs> attitudes and all, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're going to, uh, so Philly, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, real shit though. But real shit. so <laughs> like just being authentically us and you being authentically you or if you you have a good aura about you, like you are one of those people where I walk in the room, I might look confident, but I'm, I'm still quiet. You walk in the room, mm-hmm. you're confident, you can own the room, talk to people, network. You're like, DeAndra, come meet this person. Um, <laughs> right. And da, 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 da. And then people fuck with me, but if it wasn't like me having someone like you in the room, that can be like, that's just equally as confident, but like might be a little bit more forthcoming with meeting people and networking. Right. You know, I wouldn't always be in the right positions. Right. So it needs yeah, like, I, I appreciate you know, that. That's why we work, you yeah, know? And that's something that's great about you. I know we joke and you'd be like, you calling me Joe. And it's no, <laughs> you're not Joe. You have a great personality that people are drawn to. Yeah, I appreciate that. Any friend that. I've introduced you to, they've always been like, Natasha's cool as shit. I love Natasha. <laughs> da, 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 da. This bitch just don't like to and come vice out. Versa. <laughs> right. And vice versa. The one time you've seen it is the next, is the one time. Cherish <laughs> it. It might be in like another year, but you know, she'll be around. You know, I'm planning on having a, a little thing here. I keep saying, but I am going to have something here. And, you know, that's something we'll talk about, about behind the scenes. But when the weather breaks. Yeah, when you move. My puppy is here. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-mm. Y'all going to see all this bullshit that I see all the time. I'll be able to point yeah, it out. I can't point wait. It's going to be like a book. <laughs> like a book. You already know all the fucking players. Like, oh, like, they're such the a character. I'm like, that's Ike. <laughs> <laughs> The old bitch across the street. <laughs> the great kid that said something smart that day. <laughs> yes, girl. All of that shit. Like, gonna, no, I'm that's the one here. I was arguing with about my motherfucking grade. <laughs> that's little badass. Yup, everybody got a name, too. That's the fucked up Mind part. You, I know everybody got a name. Shit. <laughs> I've been knowing the whole neighborhood. <laughs> no, real shit. Like, it's You're always like, something. little badass on my camera. <laughs> Smoking weed again. <laughs> Girl, it's just... And this right. is how it's been since we met each other in 2017, okay? Yeah, it really has. So, <laughs> I definitely think that um, we are ending the year off in a good way. I'm very proud of us individually. Um, as a unit, you know, I pray that 2022 for everybody that's listening, that it'll be way better than you ever expected um, it to be. And I want you, and even for those that don't like surprises, I would love for all of y'all to be surprised in a great way, including myself, where you're like, you know, when you that surprise 
vibes that you get when you be like, yo, God really effing me for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I don't mean to sound blasphemous, but I mean, y'all no, know what I'm talking wrong. about. Like, but you be like, it's some them moments where you I'm be like, God really loves me. And you really... Like, he really still listening. Like, he all this time, you still got my back. Falls like, in right? Yes, like, that's that's what I want. Um, So that's and my expectations. Health. Great health, all everything, everything. Like you great know, health, more money. Stay safe, especially that because COVID is on the fucking rush. And let's know. pray for another stimmy in a new year. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I get about three more months? Some more stimmies. <laughs> like if we exhale, while we exhale, can we get a stimmy? <laughs> That's and a damn shame. Where other countries up here get twelve hundred dollars a month. It has been since the twenty early twenty twenty. And we up here, they, we got, you know, a little couple hundred every couple, every month. And yeah, well, no, we got 12, but they was getting 2,000. That's what other countries is getting. 2,000, we was getting 1,200. And they're Super. still getting it. They still other places it. are still getting $2,000 a month. Like it's nothing to them. But, you know, we, we're going to end it on a positive note. So um, make sure y'all make y'all black eyed peas. If you are, I'm going to make mine. I'm actually probably go to the store now. You know <laughs> what? Um, Before we, you know what superstition that gets the fuck on my nerves and I feel like it's so fucking sexist. Which one? That shit, they're like, oh, the first person that walked through the doorway has to be a man. Like, bitch, I'm single. Ain't no nigga walking in here. He walking on in. He ain't walking the fuck out of here. That motherfucker going out in a fucking cast. Exactly. That bitch gonna be in a stretcher. (laughs) (laughs) In a fucking bag. Let's not say anything. I've been forgetting about that one. What is the one for, what's the one for, um, is this supposed to be greens and black eyed peas? So let me tell y'all on a side note, because I'm glad you you said that I don't even be thinking about this shit because it never worked right. It never ain't fucking, work yet. But I, I love some black eyed peas. So I make sure peas I put though. the money in my pocket. Right. So <laughs> I love me some black eyed peas and I make them really good. I ain't gonna lie. I do make them good. So I'll be hyped just because that's the only time of year that I'll be like, oh yeah, I gotta make that. And now I can just make it and, you know, with a little rice and, and the, the gravy be nice and thick. I gotta do eat black eyed peas. I do. I'm a. Ugh. I didn't like him until I was an adult. Me too. I was the same way. Give me some hot sauce on my black eyes, girl. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know, everybody be safe. I'm looking forward to getting back to the gossip in 2022. I feel like the year. I feel like between this week and next week it's gonna be all this shit that's gonna happen I do too <laughs> we're gonna have a lot to talk about to, this week was like we wanted to glow up with you guys anyway but it really wasn't right. like anything worth talking about no, but I what I will say is don't, if you don't have to go out don't go out my black ass staying home I, I like, agree. it's already dangerous to go out on New Year's Eve but if you do, try to be with a few close people that you know are COVID negative. And anybody right now that's listening, that's going, you know, through COVID or family members have it and mm-hmm. anything like that, our prayers are to you. You Very know, much. be safe, get your immune system up and just, you know, do the best you can and feel the best way you can. But if you really want to go out that bed, just don't try to do anything with big crowds. Like, especially if you are in a major city like this, 
Shit's is dangerous. I'm not going. I was gonna go to church. I ain't going. I mean, I changed my mind. Too many people got COVID now. Like yeah, my, do the Zoom. Uh-uh. They been yeah, doing it Yeah, exactly. Zoom. And that's what's gonna happen. I'm not driving to Jersey and all that. I'm yeah. good. Hit that Zoom like everybody else been doing. But yeah, just be safe. Um, we wishing you guys prosperity, yes. abundantly, and all great things in the new year. We will be back next week. Yes, we Soon. will.